Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. We have one of the authors of the, 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 the book fair. It's Monique James Duncan. She's the author of Mommy Time, her publishing debut. Born in Britain and raised on the tiny island of the Commonwealth of Dominica, she is passionate about writing literature with mirrors so all children can feel seen. Monique has been the chair of the PS3 to one no place for hate book club for three years where she helped raise over thirty thousand dollars to get diverse books into the hands of students and classrooms so we're going to talk about her book mommy time which will be featured at the african-american children's book fair in philadelphia it will take place on february 3rd 1 to 4 p.m at the pennsylvania convention center good morning mrs duncan and welcome to the source thank you happy to be yeah, I'm happy to have you. Listen, it's early. I'm always thrilled when people get up out of their beds early to have a conversation with us here on The Source. Tell us about Mommy Time and congratulations on your debut. Thank you very much. Mommy Time is my first book and um, it is about one day in the life of a child and in the life of a mother, I would say. But it's all from the perspective of her little toddler, toddler boy, how he sees her going through her day. So um, all the things he sees her doing, all the love he's receiving, etc. He doesn't know it's love he's receiving, but just based by her actions through the day, from the time, from, from in the morning until the end of the day, then this is what that book is about. Yeah. And so what, what was the impetus for you writing this book? Okay, well, number one, I've been a stay-at-home mother for the past 15 years. Oh, wow. Bless your heart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, I would always have take my kids to the library. I have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I'm going through the bookshelves, I would find books that were great and wonderful, but I wasn't seeing much representation. And um, I definitely was not seeing myself mm-hmm. as, you know, the mother who stays home all day. Why should stay home all day? The mother who works from home. Because it's it's a lot of work. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. So then that's when I said, okay, there are two things here. I'm not seeing the representation of um, people of color as much as I would like to and uh, seeing my children as much as I would like to. So maybe I could do something about that. I wasn't seeing representation in terms of any book that's represented stay-at-home Black mothers, Black motherhood. And... um, the final thing was, you know what? I, I can write. So let's put the story down on paper. Yeah. You know, if somebody, if you don't see what you want, then you go out and you do it yourself. Yes, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Are you, were you born and raised in Dominica? I sure was. No, I wasn't born there. <laughs> I was born in London, okay. Paddington, London, but I was raised in Dominica. I've been there. You were raised in Dominica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does, what did the, the, the being raised on the island do for you? in terms of writing this book? What did you see differently from uh, London, Britain, Great Britain, to being raised in Dominica? There's a reason I'm asking this. Well, number one, Dominica's uh, a country that's been independent from Britain since 1978. And um, 
it's a primarily black country, black leaders, black people on your, I mean, they have the queen on the money, but on the other side of the money of the dollar, you have, you know, black representation, black leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because you grew up in a, as opposed to Britain, um, where I left there when I was two and a half, but still, you know, the Caribbean countries are very much still connected to Britain, right? Yeah. In spite of independence. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always different when you grow up in a predominantly, um, black country mm-hmm. as, and see your leaders and the people, your teachers, for example, um, your nurses, your doctors, they're just, they're black people. So it's different seeing people growing up with people in that position as opposed to always being sort of like, um, a second class citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and being very well aware that you're a second class citizen growing up in a predominantly white country. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, um, it's always been in the back of my head that we are, that as a black person, it makes sense that I would want to see myself on books. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I grew up with mostly white books on my predominantly black, in my predominantly black country. Mm-hmm. I grew up reading a lot of British books like Enid Blyton and Nancy and then Nancy Drew. Nancy I grew up with <laughs> right? the Hardy Boys. Hardy yes. Boys. Yep. 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 Right. You can imagine if it were books that had um black representation, like two black guys solving mysteries and stuff like that. So if it were um, you know, the sleuths were like Nancy Drew were black people. No, I don't grow up with that. You know, and the fairy tales, remember all the fairy tales, gold. Yes. And the say yes, and the three Billy Gold White and the and seven dwarfs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, think about the names, right? Goldilocks. Oh, mm-hmm. I have, who's, who I know in golden here. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Jamaica, we had a Nancy, <laughs> Brother Nancy. Um, we had, oh, we yes. had great uh-huh. Brother Nancy stories. So we mm-hmm. saw black people represented in those, but you're absolutely right. We had to read Shakespeare. We had to do the, the, uh, 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 1984. We had to do, you know, we had to do all the literature that everybody is doing here. Um, but what I found to be different, and you can tell me if, if this works for you is the way we were taught, right? Yes. Um, mm. raised. That's why you're writing. We, uh, we, we, we are taught to write and to think critically and to really explore and look to the nuances of what we're reading versus just looking at the words on the paper and just going on about our business. Right. Um, right. And that, that helps. Mm-hmm. So you, let me just uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So don't we grew up, um, doing a lot of com- what they call composition and literature. composition. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Composition. Mm-hmm. So when you have in composition, first of all, you have history where you learn about, um, Things like the Cuban Revolution, yes, and, and the Asian, Asian. Yeah, yeah, you learn about the, um, you know, the slave triangle. Yes. You learn about the like people don't even know the Dutch, you know, yes. <laughs> so involved heavily in slavery. Yes. So you learn all about that. Then, in terms of putting it down, you learn how composition, all about um, composing the stories and analyzing these stories. And then you have these black teachers who are teaching you these stories, right? And then you learn about independence and how we became independent in the Caribbean um, and how we had to fight for independence. And you learn about the Maroons in Jamaica, how they fought for, um, for for the British and stuff like that. So you grew up with a sort of resilience and strength around your blackness from really young. Mm-hmm. And so I think all of that inspired me definitely. Um, to say, well, why shouldn't I see myself on, 
on these books, you know? Yeah. Um, where are you, where are you, where are you in the United States currently or in Britain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, okay. I'm in, I'm and so race, mm-hmm. you're in, say that again. I'm in Brooklyn, baby. You're in Brooklyn. Oh, you're bro- <laughs> oh, concrete jungle where dreams are made. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing we can do. All right. So raising your children here, what was that like for you? And and how did that uh uh push forward the 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 words that you put into this book? Was this book for your children in particular or for all black children? What what made you decide that this particular book, uh Mommy Time, would be pushed out at now? Um, I think that, um, my book is, yes, it's always for your children because it's your your mother, but, and it's for other black children, but it's for all children because it makes sense that all children should see other sorts of children in a book. You know, um, I always remember one time I was with my daughter and she was at a window and she was, um, you know, just a store window. And she says, mommy, how come I see her everywhere? She was around four. And I said, what do you mean you see her everywhere? It was a blonde lady on a picture. Mm-hmm. And then I realized what was happening is that everywhere she was, she was going around, she would see white blonde women on, on the window, just in, just in regular commercials. So she thought it was the same white woman, white young girl everywhere. Yeah. And I was really I was really stunned by that. So all of that was what was the um, motivating factor. Yes, of course, the children were, they were huge, in a huge influence in terms of, um, instead of, uh, in terms of doing this book. And just like I always repeat a million times, just humanizing them, mm-hmm. humanizing black children to the world, mm-hmm. humanizing black motherhood to the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was all, um, a reason why I felt really compelled to put this book down, to put these, you know, these words down on paper and the images down on paper. Yeah. I, I, when my children were growing up, we didn't have a lot of those images uh, right here in Philadelphia, but my grandchildren are now gaining access. So your book is, I'm, I'm trying to think, Lord help me, Jesus, if I could get my son and daughter-in-law to get me to take paste and copy and paste my twin grandchildren to come to the bookstore, they lo- the book fair, they love books. If mm-hmm. I can't bring them, I will come myself and get some books for them because they love to read. It's something I've been engaging them in since they were like weeks old. And yes. especially my granddaughter, I start to sing a song or read a book and she runs over or she'll bring a book over to me and like, read, you know, so and she's not even two yet. It's very mm-hmm. important, very mm-hmm. important. And she's not even two yet. I'm so excited. Uh, aside from the book fair, which is happening on Saturday at the convention center, are you going to be there in person? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm, going to, I'm going to be there and I might bring my daughter along. I'll see. Yeah. She's, um, she's around, she's like 15. Yeah. So I might bring her along with me, but um, yeah, she. Uh, so if, if mm-hmm. people are not able to make it to the book fair, how else can they find the book? Um, well, this book's everywhere. It's actually two versions. Can I show it? Yes, sure. So it's Mummy Time here. And then they have another one in Europe, which is Mummy Time, M-U-M-M-Y. M-U-M-M-Y, yes, yes. <laughs> so they send that one in Europe. But it's on Amazon.com. It's on in, in every single Barnes & Noble all over the okay. country. Okay. It's in Target. I think it's still in Target. But okay. it's been in Target. It's been in Barnes & Noble. Every independent bookstore you can think okay. of. Okay. They carry it. It's actually, um, yeah, it's actually pretty much 
everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Isn't that awesome? The books. You're working from home with mm-hmm. your children and you're now an author and your books are everywhere. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. And um, I was lucky last year. This was the this was the book that Candlewick used as their um you know, presented as their main book for Mother's Aww. Day. Aww. So Candlewick has been uh, my publishing company has been pretty amazing in terms of pushing my book out there. And um, yeah, it's been doing really well. So I've been quite pleased. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You know, as, as uh, what Snoop Doggy says, I want to congratulate myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Congratulate yourself. And it is Thank a, you. it is admirable. You. you know, we, mm-hmm. we tend to dismiss moms who are at home with their children, raising them and taking care of them. But I have found that those babies have so much more inside of them. You know, they've give, they're given everything that they could possibly need. Uh, I, I, I remember uh, talking to my sons when they grew up and they were like, I said, did you miss anything? They were like, no, we didn't have a whole lot of money when we were little, but we didn't know we didn't have a whole lot of money because you were, you made sure dinner time was at six every evening. You had dinner with us. Bedtime was at eight 30 every evening. We played games. We turned off the television. We were reading books, you know, all those things. And it turned them into great adults and great and great parent, a great parent. My one son is, has three children now. Um, so I, I, I appreciate that you have taken the time and I would love for us to love on moms more from all cultures who are staying, staying at home with their children because it's a noble, noble, awesome thing that leaves a lifetime impression upon the children and the people that they touch throughout their lifetimes. So thank you for all of that. And I will see you on Saturday. Okay. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. You're and welcome. Everyone out there looking forward to seeing you at the festival. Come on out. There's going to be myself and tons of us. Yes. <laughs> now that it's at the convention center, my God, it was in a much smaller place when my children were little. The fact that it's at the convention center is the 32nd annual African-American Children's Book Fair. It is happening. Uh, the author, you want the name of the authors? Tracy, somebody's asking for it because she has grandchildren too. So the, so, so so the author's name Harrison is, is going to be there. Um, it's going to be a, a whole lot of a very, um, prolific and, um, incredible authors are going to be there with young adult book, authors of young adult books and authors of, I can't um, wait. yeah. So there you go. And don't forget Vashti just won the, won the, um, Vashti, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The college mm-hmm. award, they call it, I forget. So, but yes. she just won a major award for her book. So, yes. So the author's name is Monique James Duncan. She is the author of Mommy Time, and this is her publishing debut. So we're all going to see you at the 32nd Annual African-American Children's Fair that is happening at the Pennsylvania. Yes, Mommy Time is the name of the book. That's happening at the Pennsylvania Convention Center this upcoming Saturday from the event starts at one o'clock. If you have never taken the children or yourselves to the African-American Children's Book Fair, you must go. I did it for years with my children. I'm going to show up this Saturday just for my grandchildren. We have a eight-year-old, uh, twin, nineteen-month-olds, and uh, five-month-olds. So we're going to get a bunch of. Oh, Beautiful. listen, yeah, we'll be, <laughs> signing, we'll be signing books. We'll be oh. signing books, and you can chit-chat with the authors, and yes. you can find out, and then we'll find out about our fans. Yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you so nice much. Experiment. For it's such a it's such an honor to have you on the show with us, and we will. Many of us will see you on Saturday. Okay. Okay. Thank right. you. Bye. Awesome. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Word Radio on Demand. Listen live at ninety six point one FM, nine hundred AM, and online at wordradio.com. dot <laughs> com.